Hey guys, Ander Lewis here from the Hemingway List podcast. Just a little extra episode here to talk about 2021. We've got big plans, fun plans. It's going to be a year of war and peace. We're going to be reading Tolstoy's epic war and peace novel, one chapter per day. We're going to be discussing the chapter in a community of over 6,000 people. It's going to be the biggest year of war and peace so far. And um, there's going to be quite a lot of newbies involved as well. So I thought I'd do a little ep- episode to let everyone know exactly how it's going to work. Um, so everyone's up to speed. Here's the uh, the four things I'm going to cover in this episode. First of all, number one, um, for the newbies, I'll explain exactly what is a year of war and peace. Um, so you guys know what, what this is all about. Secondly, I'll explain what is the Hemingway list. And how is it connected to um, a year of war and peace? It might just seem like we're a random podcast who's taking over someone else's idea. That's not the case, and I'll explain why in a minute. Um, the third thing I'll do is let everyone know the format of this year's um, A Year of War and Peace, or 2021's A Year of War and Peace. The format of the daily discussions and the daily podcast is slightly different to how we originally did it back in 2017, or was that when the first year was? Yeah. Um, so some people are familiar with that that podcast and that system. We've updated it to make it, well, just way better. <laughs> I kind of changed how it, the arrangement of how each discussion, each podcast goes, so it's way easier to participate and just way more sort of logical. And now I think back to how I originally did it a few years back and think, why did I not think to do it a better way back then? <laughs> so anyway, um, the format next year is slightly different to what you might know it as. So I'll, I'll go over how that all works. So everyone knows exactly how to listen along, read along and participate in the daily discussions um, if they want to do any or all of those three things. Um, and then the fourth thing, I've got a little extra project going on in 2021, a little extra thing that I'm doing. I'm very excited about it. It's really fun and it is related to War and Peace. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know about that. It might be something you're interested in as well. So number one, what is a year of War and Peace? War and Peace, Tolstoy's novel, um, has 365 chapters one for every day of the year, just by chance. So it times out perfectly to read one chapter per day for a whole year, and then you've read the book. That also happens to be a really good way to read this particular book, because it is a massive book, 2,000 pages, but when you read a chapter per day, it actually breaks it down to most of the chapters, or nearly all of the chapters are really short. They're two or three pages, so it's sort of you know less than 10 minutes of reading a day. It's really quite manageable. The other reason it's a good way to read this book is because War and Peace has a lot of mm, historical references, um, a lot of context that you need to know, a lot of very obscure things that might go over your head as a casual reader. It's a dense book. It's a difficult book to read. So reading it in a massive community with thousands of people one chapter per day and having an opportunity to ask questions about that chapter or just read other people's uh, things that they noticed or discuss the chapter. You know, it's a really good way to read it because it makes sure that for every single chapter, you know exactly what's going on. Um, 
And the good thing about this community, A Year of War and Peace, is quite a lot of the people involved aren't reading War and Peace for the first time. It's the kind of book you read over and over. So we've got a lot of experts. So if something doesn't make sense to you as a first-time reader, you'll be able to pose the question in the daily discussion and get it answered. That's a really cool thing. Um, It's also good because War and Peace is an epic. That's the genre of book. And an epic, it's good to read an epic slowly because you kind of feel like you're living with these people, like the characters. You, you, you grow with them, you know. You see them, oh, you know, give birth, get married, go to war, die at war, you know, all these things. You see the family or the families grow. And to do that slowly, you kind of really feel like it's part of your life. It's a great experience. It's really quite rich and satisfying. So jump in uh, on the daily chapters, have a read, ask your questions, and then what the podcast does is use that discussion forum as our way of dissecting the chapter. That's how it works. You'll read the chapter, or you can listen to the podcast and I'll read the chapter as an audiobook. Um, And then you'll have 24 hours to discuss that chapter over at the subreddit if you want to be part of the discussion. And then in the next day's chapter, sorry, in the next day's um, podcast, I'll start the podcast by discussing yesterday's chapter by reading those um, comments. And then we go on and read the next one. I'll read it as an audiobook. You'll have 24 hours to comment and so on. So that's how the, the, um, the year, A Year of War and Peace subreddit and podcast works. Um, so what is the Hemingway list? Here's, uh, point number two. What is the Hemingway list and how is it connected to a year of war and peace? So in 2017, I signed up to do a year of war and peace because I'd always wanted to read the book and I'd always been a little bit kind of reluctant to try it because I thought, oh, so much of it's going to go over my head. I won't know what's going on. Never a good feeling, you know, to get into a book and realize halfway through it that you've got no idea what's going on. So when I heard about A Year of War and Peace, I thought, that's perfect. Another thing came together in my head, though. I'd, for a while, wanted to start a podcast, something about literature where we talk about books. And so I thought, you know what, this could make a good podcast. War and Peace happens to be in the public domain, so I can make an audiobook of it without any copyright. So I'm free to read the book on the podcast. And then reading the daily discussion about each chapter would also make sure that, you know, the listeners get, you know, they get the chapter and then they get the chapter dissected and unraveled and they get their head around it before we move on to the next chapter. It's a really good format for a podcast. So there's quite a lot of listeners to the podcast who don't have anything to do with the Reddit. They just listen along. And that's cool that it works that way too. So I thought, oh, you know, This is an opportunity to make a cool podcast, but it will be a daily podcast, a daily commitment for 365 days in a row. Should I do it? Yeah, okay, I'm going to do it. And I did it. I did the full year and I was quite proud to do that. But at the end of that year, the question of like, what to do now with the podcast? I've built this great community. We're all keen to sort of keep doing daily readings. What should we do? So I'd heard about this list that Hemingway wrote. It's a list of books that every aspiring author should read. Um, The story goes that a young author approached Hemingway and asked him, what books should I read if I want to be a great author like you? 
Hemingway grabbed a piece of paper and a pen and wrote down a list of 16 books that this young author should read. Now that document, that handwritten list, still exists. You can see photocopies of it online. It's really cool. And the list is a really good list of books, as you would expect. It's got all these classics on it. It's got Dostoevsky's um, The Brothers Karamazov. It's got Wuthering Heights. It's got some James Joyce on there. It's got Anna Karenina by Tolstoy. And it also has War and Peace by Tolstoy. There's, there's really good books on this list. And because the list was written so long ago, all of the books on it are also in the public domain which means I'm free to read them as an audiobook on a podcast. They're not copyrighted. So this is all ticking some boxes for me. So my idea was let's spin off from A Year of War and Peace. This was a couple of years ago, by the way. And let's start reading through the Hemingway list. And that was the birth of the Hemingway list. I changed the name of the podcast to the Hemingway list. I created a new subreddit called the Hemingway list and it spun off. And the original subreddit, A Year of War and Peace, that continued January 1st the next year they just started the book again a big influx of new readers came in and off they went they kept reading it we spun off and did our own thing now every time we finish a book on the Hemingway list we vote for what to read next and we've read through um, I think about 10 or 11 of the books by now and just recently we decided to vote on what to read next and War and Peace was selected interesting There was always this question of should we read War and Peace again as the Hemingway list or should we just sort of, you know, mark it as done? But we decided, you know, the people have voted, let's read War and Peace. But because this happened in mid-December, I thought, you know what? You know what could be cool? Let's, Let's wait a couple of weeks. We'll do some filler episodes. We've still been doing a daily discussion. We've been reading a bit of poetry and some short stories. Um, So we filled in a couple of weeks and let's start on January 1st and let's invade the A Year of War and Peace subreddit and merge together and do it with them. And so that's the idea. Come January 1st, we're smooshing back together. We've spun off from A Year of War and Peace and now we're spinning back into it (laughs) and merging together. And I thought I'd phrase it as invading because, you know, War and Peace is about Napoleon's historic invasion of Russia. Um, so it kind of seemed like an apt term to use. So that's what the Hemingway list is and how we're related to War and Peace. Um, it's not just, you know, we're just stealing someone else's idea and getting involved. No, it was originally, the podcast was originally our idea. So here we are back again. So that's, uh, the plan. It's really exciting because the Hemingway list community has grown over the few years since it started to over 3000 members. And the A Year of War and Peace community has grown since we um, spun off, also by a significant amount, a fair few, you know, I think they're up to nearly 6,000 members now. So now we're smooshing back those two communities and joining them together, and suddenly we've got a community of nearly 9,000 people just there, (laughs) which is awesome. But also the thing that happens um, before New Year's every year, those communities tend to grow because people hear about it as sort of like, what was your New Year's resolution? Oh, my New Year's resolution was to read War and Peace with this community, one chapter per day, and I did it. You know, And then people go, oh, that sounds really cool. Where can I do that? And so what we see is in the few days before New Year's, the A Year of War and Peace subreddit tends to sort of spike and grow by thousands. Um, and so hopefully that happens again this year, and we'll have quite a few newbies. Um, 
So my whole point is it's exciting that there's going to be so many people reading War and Peace together next year. It's going to be really, really cool. Uh, okay, the third thing I was going to talk about was the format. Um, how it's going to work. Here's how it works. On day one, January 1st, the podcast, I'll introduce the project and then I will read chapter one of War and Peace. Then I will um, put that podcast up for you to listen to and I will create on the Reddit, um, on the A Year of War and Peace Reddit, um, a daily discussion forum to discuss chapter one. I'll also cross post that to the Hemingway list. So if you're subscribed there, you'll be able to comment via that. But it will merge them together into one big forum. Um, so subscribe to the Year of War and Peace subreddit if you want to be part of the daily discussions. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so I will um, I'll read the book as a podcast and then give you 24 hours to discuss that chapter. Then the next day, January 2nd, um, I will start the podcast by reading the discussion that you guys had about chapter one. And I'll sort of interact with those comments and, and make my own comments and, and go back and forth. And so by the time we've done that, we've really picked apart chapter one and gotten our heads around it. And then I'll read chapter two as an audiobook. Um, so you can listen there. And then you'll have 24 hours to go and find the chapter two discussion forum and um, have your comments there. Um, so you can just listen along and make comments if you want. Or some people prefer to read the chapter for themselves. Maybe they want to read a different version. Um, there's quite a few versions of the book uh, in English. So some people prefer a different version. So it's up to you if you want to read for yourself and then make your comments or you can listen along and make comments. It's really approachable. Also, the book being in the public domain, you can read it for free online or you can get free ebooks of it and that kind of thing. So it's really easy to participate. Um, another thing that comes up every year, uh, and this is, I'm, I'm now moving to point four, the fourth thing that I was going to tell you guys about. But here's a little preamble to point four. Um, every year, around this time, people start talking about which version of War and Peace will they read. So it was originally written in Russian about 150 years ago. And so since then, quite a few people have had a go at translating it into English. And there's, you know, a dozen or so English translations. And of those, there's sort of uh, maybe four or five that are really good. So then it becomes like, which one should I read? There's one called Maud, which is quite old, um, but it's free because it's in the public domain because it's so old. So a lot of people will read Maud. Maud actually got Tolstoy's seal of approval. He endorsed that as his favorite English version of the book. So it's very valid. It's a very good translation. And that's the translation that I read, and it was awesome. There are some other ones that are sort of copyrighted by Penguin and, you know, you know, well, you name it. Other, all publishers have sort of had their go at translating it. The reason they do that is so that they can copyright it. Because um, when you make a new translation of an old book, you own that translation, right? That's why there are so many translations more recently. So Penguin have made like a, um, a kind of easier to read version you know um which has like maybe simpler language or more modern language 
And there's a few different versions. They've all got their pros and cons. So there's a discussion of which chap- which version to read. So what am I doing? What's my little extra project? Well, this came from about uh, in the second year, I think it was, or maybe the third year. Someone made the comment on A Year of War and Peace that it was kind of difficult to, re- to understand the old-fashioned language. And there was a bit of a sort of language barrier almost. So I said, kind of as a joke, how about I translate it for you into modern Aussie? And so I translated the chapter into Aussie with a lot of like Aussie slang and stuff. But the cool thing about it was it was funny because, you know, Aussie slang is funny. But it was also much easier to understand what was going on. It was a kind of a weird side effect that it was actually kind of good to read it like that because, first of all, the humor, may, any adding a little bit of humor makes a book more readable because it's more engaging when you get a laugh every now and then. So that's a plus. But also the Aussie language is very kind of simple and easy to understand. The other interesting thing is that I is that I translated it line by line and every single line I dissected and made sure that that line was intact, you know, the meaning of that line. Um, and all of the historical things are all historically accurate. Everything's the same. It's just that the narrator is kind of an Aussie, a bit of a bogan, if you will. And so it was interesting that, like, if you read my version of it, you you could still say you've read War and Peace. Like, it's all there. It's just got this kind of quirkiness to it in the in that the language is what it is. Aussie, Aussieified. So, another crazy idea came to me. What if I translated the entire novel into Aussie and made, you know, a new translation? So that when people are discussing what version of War and Peace should I read, whose translation is the best the Andrew Lewis translation would be part of that conversation. I just thought that was so funny that that could be the case. So I went ahead and I translated book one. So um, when War and Peace was originally written, it was 16 books. And each one of those had, you know, 25 or 30 or so chapters. And then once those 16 books were out, they smushed them together into one massive book. And that's what we know today as War and Peace. But if you read War and Peace now, you'll see... As you go through the book, it'll say book one, book two, book three, book four. Um, so I have translated book one into Aussie English, and that's actually already out now via, um, you can get it on Amazon. You can also get the ebook version of it on Kindle. So you can find that and read it. My plan for 2021, my big plan is to finish my translation of War and Peace. So do the remaining 15 chapters. It's a pretty crazy big task, but I think I can do it. Um, It was kind of like, I had this moment where I was like, why didn't I do that in 2020? You know, I spent so much time in isolation, stuck at home, that I should have just done it, but I didn't. And I really kind of regret that. And then I thought, well, 2021, probably, you know, there's a fair chance that it, it will go, you know, quite similar to how 2020 went. And um, why not? Why not sign up to do a massive project like this? And so I can do it, you know. It's a year of hard work, but I'm keen. And I really want to do this project. I really want to be able to say, yeah, I translated the whole War and Peace into Aussie. <laughs> I just think that's such a cool thing to put on your bucket list, you know. So that's what I'm going to try to do. Um, And the idea is that 
if you want to read my version, the Andalus Aussie translation in 2021, you should be able to, because the first book's already out. And if I can keep ahead of that, then I'll have the next chapter ready for you by the time we get to it. You know, that's the plan. Um, and I think that's doable. I really do. And if it's not, there is a fallback plan. If it's not, if I can't keep up, and I do intend to keep up, but there is a backup plan. If I can't, we can just switch temporarily to like one of the free online versions. And I'll say, look, for the next week, we're going to switch back to the free Maud translation. Uh, and I'm going to work on the next chapters. I'm going to skip forward a week and work on those and try to get ahead again, you know, so that, um, you know, in a week we'll swap back to my version. And that's the worst case scenario, you know. So it's not like if I fail, I've completely screwed up the whole reading. Um, there's a fallback plan. But I do fully intend to stay ahead. So that if you want to read the Andalus translation, you can do so. And I just think that's, oh, I don't know. That's the dream come true for me. If, even if just one person out there decides to read my version, that's, uh, I don't know. I love that. So <clears throat> that's my little extra plan for next year. Um, on top of that, I suppose this is a, an addition to that plan. Because I'm going to be spending a couple of hours a day probably doing this translating, I thought it would be really cool to get the community together in a bit of a hangout. There's so many creative people in this community, so many readers, so many writers, book people, just creative types, um, that it would be awesome to give us a little bit of a, a space to hang out. Um, so I thought if I jump on Twitch every day and do my work, my translating work while hanging out on Twitch, you guys can watch along and help me out. But also we can, we can sort of call it, I'm thinking of calling it the writer's room or something like that. And, um, we can hang out and talk about your projects and workshop your ideas and, and, um, just talk books, talk literature, you know, have a, have a sort of daily hangout on Twitch. I might not go live on Twitch every single day because, you know, doing a daily podcast and a daily translation is a lot to take on if you add on on top of that, you know, Twitch streaming. So it might not be every single day, but, you know, most days there'll be a couple of hours a day where I, I jump on and we can just hang out. I think that's a really cool idea. Um, I'm, I'm keen to know what you guys reckon of that as well if it does sound good. So my Twitch thing, I've started, I've created a, um, a Twitch account, but I've never really done any streaming. I've, I've been getting the gear ready and, you know, all the software you need and, and learning about how to do it uh, in the last few days. But on January 1st, yep, I'll be going live on Twitch. So my Twitch thing is um, twitch.tv slash Lewis A-N-D-E-R-L-O-U-I-S. That's my, uh, my Twitch Thing. You search me on Twitch or however you find someone on Twitch. I don't really know. Um, so go and have a follow of that. And uh, it might look a bit like a dead channel because I haven't really uh, started streaming yet. But uh, yeah, come January 1st, we'll be doing a lot of Twitch streaming. So that's an, another new endeavor for me to, to get into. I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to be awesome. So um, yeah, that's that's next year for me. I mean, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to do, but 
but I am excited. Uh, it's called a year of war and peace for a reason. And my next year, 2021, is war and peace themed. But I'm very happy about that. And I'm excited to do that with you guys. So um, subscribe to the podcast on your podcasting app of choice. Um, your phone most likely has a podcasting app. If it's an Apple phone, you'll have an app called Apple Podcasts, I believe. You can subscribe via that. Just search for the Hemingway list. Um, or you can subscribe to my podcast via, I think it's on Spotify. It's also on every podcast app. So I use one on my phone called Podbean, if you don't have one. I've got that on my Android phone. Um, you can use Podbean to subscribe to podcasts, including the Hemingway list. So go ahead and do that. Subscribe to the subreddit if you want to be part of the daily discussions. And um, jump on my Twitch and give me a follow there if you want to be part of our daily writer's room hangout. There's a lot of exciting stuff. All right, guys, I've rambled on and on at you for, for long enough now that I think we're all across this. We know what's happening in 2021. We're all excited. It's going to be awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to this. And I will see you on January 1st.